0: There were two more murders, fifteen miles we'll away. They the, the telephone by one investigator is reminiscent of a weird. Religion. Morning. A of- Murder. Testifying against someone dangerous is a terrifying responsibility that no one hopes they ever have to do. It leaves you vulnerable and fearful of retaliation. On May 3rd, 1988, a family who testified against a man named William Wesley Chapel were faced with their worst fear when he showed up poised for revenge. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In 1984, when William Chapel was 45 years old, he was accused of indecency with a child. The little girl, who was just three years old at the time, was the daughter of his teenage girlfriend, Jane Sitton. One evening, Elizabeth was watching television with her uncle when a kissing scene appeared on the screen. He was shocked to hear his small niece, out of the blue, state that she and William did the same thing as the couple on the TV. With that statement came the 1987 trial charging William with the crimes against Elizabeth. During this trial, Jane came forward stating that she knew about the molestation, but that her much older boyfriend had threatened to kill her if she didn't allow it to happen. The other members of the family testified against the man, and by the end, he was convicted and sentenced to five years in prison. However, he was released on bond pending an appeal. After the trial, as the Sitton family stood in front of the courtroom, William came up to them and said, This is not over yet, and that they would pay for what they did. After the trial, he swore to his then wife, Sally Hayes, that everything they said was a lie and that he had to do away with them for all they had done to him. And with that, a murderous plan for revenge began. In February of 1988, Sally drove her husband to the residence of Martha Lindsay, Jane's mother, and he attempted to set their home on fire. He was ultimately unsuccessful. So, he tried again. On May 3rd, 1988, after purchasing his supplies from a local gun show, He went to the Fort Worth home disguised in dark clothing, makeup, and a wig. He was driven, by his devoted wife of course, to the Lindsay home where she dropped him off and drove around the neighborhood waiting for his call via walkie-talkie. William then snuck to the home around 9 p.m., broke in, and shot 50-year-old Martha Lindsay and 71-year-old Albert Sitton as they sat in their bedroom watching television. Then, he peeked in on the sleeping woman, a woman he believed to be his ex-girlfriend Jane, and shot at the body. It ended up being Alexandra Heath, Jane's sister. About 15 minutes after dropping him off, Sally got the call and came back to get him. Once inside, he told her that he, quote, shot Jane, her mother, and her daddy, before ransacking the home to make it look like a robbery. The pair then drove back to Sally's home in Tennessee and disposed of as much of the evidence as they could. It wasn't until later that William found out that it was not Jane who he had killed that night. What he also didn't know was that Elbert had not died instantly. He remained alive long enough to identify his killer to the police before dying later in the hospital. He claimed that the killer was the man who raped his daughter or granddaughter. The physician who initially heard the statement could not remember which. On February 7, 1989, William Chapel was officially charged with the capital murder of Alexandra Heath. On November 19, he was found guilty, and on the 22nd, he was sentenced to death for his crimes. William Wesley Chapel was the oldest convict put to death in Texas when, on November 20, 2002, he was executed and declared dead just after 6 p.m. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 4th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember stay safe. Thank you for listening to morning cup of murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short,